I'm Brooke McLaughlin, an author, speaker, teacher, and small town girl from the mountains of Appalachia. Over the years, I've had the privilege of encouraging countless moms toward a richer prayer life, helping them catch a vision for the partnership God invites them into as they become praying moms. Prayer is action all by itself, and our prayers can impact the people we love most for generations to come. I created the Million Praying Moms podcast because prayer is one of the most overlooked parts of Christian parenting today. Let's change that together. My goal is to help you see prayer not as a last resort, but as your first and best response. If you have questions about prayer or motherhood, if you need help taking the first steps toward a praying life, or if you want to know how to pray for specific needs affecting our children in today's culture, you're in the right place, friend prayer warrior or mom who's just starting the journey. All are welcome here. Let's get started. How do we help our children find peace? When they're little, offering our children peace has a lot to do with the environment we create for them. Our ability to control our own emotions and just providing them with stability and routine, a safe place to live, a bed to sleep in, and dependable meals, unconditional love. But as they grow up, their peace becomes less and less dependent upon us as their parents and more on their own choices and relationship with Jesus. Now, we just spent an entire season talking about getting to the root of our lack of peace as adults, so I highly recommend listening to that series if you haven't. Much of what you'll hear there provides the same roadmap to a more peaceful life for our kids, too, especially if they're believers. I recently created a scripture-based prayer for my oldest son that I called A Prayer for Peace. I created it for him because he's getting ready to move into a season that could be full of opportunity for stress and anxiety. He's a senior this year, and my hope in creating this prayer for him was to anchor him in truth and give him something he can pray when the stresses of the world start to press in. Today's show is brought to you by our newest prayer guide, Praying for Your Adult Children. This resource is designed to help you know exactly what to pray for your children empowering and equipping you in a season where most parents feel a sense of loss and a lack of purpose. If you want to find more joy, direction, and peace in this sometimes difficult season, this resource is for you. Spend two weeks journaling scripture-inspired prayers for your adult children based on verses or passages from the Bible that capture the heart of the parent-to-adult-child relationship. We've broken them up into four main categories, covering areas like praying for your adult child to learn to trust God, live out their faith, prioritize their daily responsibilities, and prioritize their marriages and family. Download your copy of Praying for Your Adult Children now when you visit today's show notes at millionprayingmoms.com. Do you remember what it felt like to be a young adult or a senior in high school? I remember this one summer night right after I graduated feeling really emotional, and I couldn't exactly place where my feelings were coming from. I had been accepted to my school of choice, and I had a general plan for my life, but I felt unsettled, unsure, and frankly, a little bit vulnerable. And after thinking about it and processing it with my dad, I came to the conclusion that my anxiety was coming from the fact that everything in my life was getting ready to change. And even though the changes were good, they still in that moment felt overwhelming. I have since felt that same sense of overwhelm anytime I'm beginning a new phase of life. And it's because it's new. I haven't done it before. I don't have any experience with it. And I'm not always sure I'll know what to do or who to be or how to behave when it comes. Our children 
once they get to a certain level of awareness and accountability, feel that same pressure and stress. But thankfully, there are guiding principles and tools in scripture that we can use to help lessen their stress. Matthew 6, 25 through 27, which is one of the prayer passages from inside the Praying for Your Adult Children prayer guide says, Therefore, I tell you, don't worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? Consider the birds of the sky. They don't sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? Could any of you add one moment to his lifespan by worrying? Bible commentator Warren Wearsby says about this passage, God feeds the birds and clothes the lilies. He will feed and clothe us. It is our little faith that hinders him from working as he would. He has great blessing for us if we will yield to him and live for the riches that last forever. And my Matthew Henry commentary says, don't worry about your life or the continuance of it. Refer it to God to lengthen or shorten it, embitter or sweeten it. Ease yourself about all perplexing cares for tomorrow. Man, isn't that just the opposite of what we do, though? Just this morning, I was talking to a friend about needing God's provision for my family in a certain area, and I alluded to the fact that if it didn't show up soon, I was going to have to make a different decision. This passage reminds me, and it can remind your older children who are maybe on the verge of major life changes, that thinking about life God's way really is entirely different from thinking about it the world's way. When we consider all of the unknowns before us, we can either get anxious, we can get overly controlling, or we can calmly choose to remember that whatever God provides or however he answers is up to him. Even if what we're hoping for doesn't materialize, we can still trust his hand. In my book, Everyday Prayers for Peace, I talk about a practical guide for getting to a place of peace in any circumstance. It's on pages 27 and 28, but I'll go over it with you now as well. I don't believe God gives us a lot of formulas in his word, but he does give us promises. And I think Philippians 4, 6 through 7 is one of them. Those verses say, don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. One day as I was spending some time alone in God's word, I read this passage, probably not kidding for like the hundredth time. And I felt the Lord speak to my heart and say, Brooke, what if you actually lived like Philippians 4? So I was challenged to try and apply God's word to my daily life. And these were the steps that I came up with based on the passage. Number one, when you feel anxious, catch yourself. You can even say, stop out loud, or, you know, maybe not out loud. It's totally up to you wherever you are, but say the word stop as a message intended to interrupt your thought process and turn it in a new direction. Whatever you do, as soon as you recognize how your body feels when it's anxious, say stop. Step two, go to God in prayer right away, right now, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, go to God in prayer right this minute. If you need to go in the bathroom and hide, do it. If you need to pull off the side of the road and bow your head, do it there. If you need to get on your knees or maybe even on your face before God in the bedroom where no one else can see you, done that plenty of times, do it. Don't let another moment pass without taking your anxieties and cares to God. Tell him about them and make your request to him to carry them for you. And step three, ask for peace. I promise you, friend, I promise when you go through this process, you will feel a sense of peace. 
sometimes right away, sometimes not. There may be times when you'll have to be like Jacob in Genesis 32, 22 through 32 and wrestle with God in prayer until he blesses you with peace. Refuse to move from your prayer spot until he gives you peace and the ability to trust him for the next step. And don't be afraid to do it again. Listen, friend, the enemy wants you to be filled with anxiety because he knows it keeps you from functioning in the power of God. If you feel the anxiety creeping back in, go back to your prayer closet, pull back over, get back down on your knees, keep taking it back to God and the victory will be yours. You might feel a bit of a limp as you get up, but it'll be worth the trouble. And as a bonus step, follow Philippians 4, 8 through 9, which is that very next passage, and choose to focus on whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, excellent, and whatever is worthy of praise. When we are filling our minds up with those things, there's not much room left for anxiety. The good news is that the Philippians process for peace will work for your children just as nicely as it works for you. That's the beauty of God's word. And that's the beauty of teaching our children to see the world through a biblical lens. It works for anyone who will take the challenge to live like they believe it. So what can you do as a parent to help prepare your children for this stage of life where the world feels a bit more big and scary and their choices affect their future? Teach them what God's word says about peace. And as Mary DeMuth said in our interview last week, love, pray, and listen. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and feel just a bit more equipped to help your grown or growing up children find peace as they move into the unknown. Don't forget to get your copy of our newest prayer guide, Praying for Your Adult Children, so you can be praying the scriptures along with us as we continue in this series. If you want to find more joy, direction, and peace in the sometimes difficult season of parenting adult children, this is the resource for you. You can find it along with the links to everything we mentioned today in the show notes at millionprayingmoms.com. Till next time, friends, the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look with favor on you and give you peace. I talk to so many moms who say, Brooke, I want to pray for my kids. I just don't know how to start. That's exactly why I wrote my digital resource, How to Pray God's Word for Your Children. It's your how-to guide giving you a very short, simple, step-by-step process for how I first started praying God's Word. Download it right away, and I'm not joking, you'll be praying God's Word by this afternoon. All you need is a Bible, a notebook, and a pencil, or your phone, if you prefer, somewhere to create a short list. You can find that freebie in today's show notes at millionprayingmoms.com. Finding uplifting news in today's headlines is often like searching for a needle in a haystack. At the Story Behind Podcast, we believe in the power of finding heartwarming tales and are happy to share empowering stories with you every week. Hear about how Steve Harvey surprised a dying man on Family Feud with $25,000. Get inspired by the note a waitress received from a patron dining alone. And even hear about how one VIP passenger made a hardworking pilot get emotional before his flight. To start listening to the Story Behind Podcast, visit lifeaudio.com or search Story Behind on your favorite podcast platform.